Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate Team Mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Ahoy hoy, if you will. I've been answering my phone like that, like Mr. Burns, um, when my coworkers call me. It's, it's a delight. I suggest you all try doing it. Welcome back to another episode of Feathers in My Hair. I'm Liz Bentley. Just kidding. You guys know who I am. I said it in the intro. Also, um, so we're kind of veering off our regularly, regularly, I can't speak today, our normal scheduling because Nicole, our, our producer is out of town for her wedding and honeymoon. Congrats, Nicole. So I'm going to pre-record a few eps, uh, which will be this week's, next week's, and the week after that. So I won't be doing Team Mom OG recaps. I'll get back to it when it gets back. Um, you know, come catch me on the Facebook group or on Twitter at EBP underscore feathers for all of my Team Mom OG thoughts. But in the meantime, you're going to get a couple of fun pre-recorded eps. I wish I had, like, had an in with MTV and <laughs> could get... The episodes in advance so I could recap them in advance, but you know, que sera sera, life doesn't work that way. I'm currently sunburnt and tired because today's April 15th, it's tax day, I went to the tax march, I live in West Palm Beach, so we walk, uh, march from Trump Tower to Mar-a-Lago, and I mean, why wouldn't I wear sunscreen? Because I'm an idiot. Why would I wear sunscreen is a better question, and so I'm sunburnt. But today I'm going to do um, a much requested episode. I like kind of said jokingly I should do an episode on all the Janelle side characters because my knowledge of Janelle and all of her friends and family and various boyfriends is really extensive. Excuse me, I needed a drink. <coughs> and then I just choked. <coughs> wrong tube, wrong tube. Okay. I, like, had joked I should do a Janelle side characters episode and then got, like, a bunch of tweets. By a bunch of tweets, I mean maybe four um, <laughs> tweets that I should actually do an episode. So, you know, I have these couple episodes I have to pre-record, so I'm going to do this. I'm kind of going to freestyle. I wrote down a list of names and, like, looked at a couple links, but to be honest, like... I can't get too deep into this. I mean, I can. I'm about to do, like, an hour-long podcast on this. But I can't spend hours and hours finding links uh, to get all the details because that would make me explode. So I'm just going to, you know, go off of what I remember. And luckily for you guys, I have, like, an elephant's brain when it comes to Janelle and the Janelle side characters. So I made a list of all the important ones. I even asked on Reddit, like, if anybody had... Any side characters that they want me to include, and I mean, I kind of already had all of them, and uh, I this is like a pretty extensive list. I'm sure there's been more. So I want to start with okay. I'm gonna go all the way back. We're gonna go all the way back to the first couple seasons, and maybe even her 16 and pregnant episode with Janelle's friend Amber. 
Why am I going to start with Amber? Because Amber is kind of the reason that I'm, like, into Teen Mom the way I am. So I've always watched uh, 16 Pregnant Teen Mom, right, since it first came on air. Loved it, was into it. Well, in 2011-ish, um, I was, like, really high on Adderall, hadn't slept probably in days because it was finals, and I was taking so much Adderall, and somehow I, like, fell down this rabbit hole of looking at Teen Mom stuff. And I decided to look at Janelle Evans' official Facebook page, right? Why wouldn't I? Well, I went on her official Facebook page, which Janelle ran herself, obviously, because this was after, like, season one. And, I mean, (laughs) who else else was going to run it, right? And Janelle had posted this status. Must have been before winter break, because I remember that she said the date was December. But Janelle had posted this bleh, posted this status that she was in a fight with her friend and current roommate, Amber, and had posted in the status, like, fuck Amber, she's a bitch, and she's getting an abortion on December 12th. Well, that just really did it for me, guys. Like, I was like, what? What? Why is Janelle posting this? Like, I could not fucking believe it. I could not believe it. The fact that Janelle would go as far as posting the upcoming date of her roommate's abortion because she was mad at her was like, it was beautiful to me. It was beautiful. Um, I was like, what am I doing with my life that I'm not following her? Like, let me get on Twitter and read every tweet she's ever made. At the time, I literally only had a Twitter. I swear to God. Because I really liked, this is insane. I'm an insane person. I cannot believe I'm about to admit this. But um, I got on Twitter. I was pretty late to the Twitter game. I didn't get on Twitter until like 2010 or 2011. And the only reason I even created one was because I liked the baby that played Lily on Modern Family in season one. You know, like they had the really cute little baby. And (laughs) her parents. This is so insane. Her parents ran her Twitter account, and I wanted to like some of her tweets and send her tweets, so I was forced to create a Twitter. That is, like, the darkest thing that I could ever admit. Like, I'm a truly pathetic human being. So I had a Twitter, but I wasn't really using it, and then I, like, got into the Janelle stuff, and I looked at who was responding to her. I started following them, and that's kind of how I fell into, like, the gang of, uh, like, the Twitter, as they now call themselves, Hatters, but at the time we just, like, fucking hated Janelle. Um, and I became pretty obsessed. But by the way, this, this week I, like, unfollowed a lot of people. Um, I've been slowly doing it, but I unfollowed people even that I normally like that are just too negative about Janelle, because I think I'm, like, finally growing up and getting to, like, a happier place in my life, and I just can't see the constant hate. Um, I'm even thinking of deleting some of, like, the big ones, I'm using air quotes here, but the ones that post kind of all of the drama and information about her, because I just can't do it anymore. But yeah, so Amber. Amber, remember, she had blonde hair, and she was Janelle's friend, who was always the voice of reason. Uh, When Janelle got got back from rehab, where she went for smoking pot, which, by the way, like, I will never laugh at. I should have went to rehab for pot, but I thought pot was an addictive, um... You know, maybe you guys are sitting at home, like, laughing at me, but I was 100% addicted to pot, like, 
it, it was not good what I was doing with weed, and I should have went to rehab for weed. I wish I went to rehab for weed before it, you know, escalated to heroin, but, um, have I said that on here? I mean, I know, like, you guys know I'm in recovery, but you know it's, like, for heroin, right? And that I'm, like, a fucking ex-junkie. Um, <laughs> did you guys know that, that I'm a heroin addict? Fun fact. Uh, but... What was I saying? Amber. So Amber was like the friend that when Janelle got out of rehab, she was like, are you sure you should be smoking? Like you shouldn't smoke. She was always kind of like the responsible one, the voice of reason. She was like a real good, true friend to Janelle. They had a big falling out because um, Amber was on probation, or excuse me, Janelle was on probation. So was Amber's boyfriend. And Janelle on probation was not supposed to be associating with any other felons. And so Amber's boyfriend came over and Janelle flipped the fuck out and they had a huge fight and Janelle posted the date of her abortion and they're no longer friends. You know, at, as a friendship ends, as, as one does when somebody posts the date of their upcoming abortion online. But yeah, so that was Amber and she was like the light of my life. Um, so next, I feel like the natural next person to talk about is Kiefer, right? Kiefer Delp, our love, everybody's love. He was such a prominent fixture in seasons one through four or five. We're on season seven now, so probably seasons one through four. I love Kiefer. What's there to discuss with Kiefer? Um, he's obviously the one that got Janelle into heroin. He was like a roamer. He was a vagabond. Like, he... As he told Barbara, he could walk into any kitchen and get a job, yet he never had jobs. Um, he was homeless. He and Janelle were arrested together quite a few times. He is a hard life. Uh, just some, like, fun facts about where Kiefer is now, because, of course, Kiefer and I are Facebook friends. Are you not Facebook friends with Kiefer? Well, you should be. Um, Kiefer currently travels around the country working uh, via Greyhound, like, doing odd jobs. I don't think he's doing well. I, there was a while that I thought he was in jail, but I, I'm about to admit something really lame. I, like, checked in all of the states that I thought he could be in to see if he was incarcerated, but he wasn't. But he just, like, disappeared from Facebook and Twitter for, like, four months. <sighs> that yawn felt really good. He just disappeared from, like, Facebook and Twitter for four months. And then, like, popped back up and was like, I don't really have a lot of cell phone data. Which, you know, maybe. But I think, I hope he was in rehab, maybe. I don't think he's doing very well. Is he on or off heroin? I don't know. What are some good things about Kiefer? Okay. One really major thing. So you guys have maybe heard the rumor of a baby bonus. Um, if you're involved at all in, like, the internet stuff. And also, it just seems like it might be a true thing, common sense-wise is the idea of the baby bonus, that if the moms have another baby, that MTV gifts them, like, a certain amount of money, right? So, a fun fact about the baby bonus is that rumor actually came from Kiefer's mother. <laughs> she had posted on Facebook or on Twitter, I think, I mean, I feel like it was Twitter, but Facebook seems more realistic. Uh, she had posted when Janelle and Kiefer were together... Uh, when Janelle was deep in the heroin, it was a really bad time. But she had posted that MTV had offered Janelle $20,000 to have a baby with Kiefer. 
Which, like, come on, of course they did not do that. Like, of course they didn't do that. But since then, I mean, everybody, like, took her at her word for whatever reason. And since then, you see this rumor of baby bonus, baby bonus, baby baby bonus always passed, like, passed around online and kind of taken as fact. And it's not. It comes from fucking Vicky Delp. That's Kiefer's mom's name. She's another side character, even though we've never seen her on the show. Oh, by the way, like, some of these people have not been on the show. They're just, like, relevant to my knowledge of Janelle. Um, so, yeah, Vicky Delp says that there was a baby bonus. There was no baby bonus. Um, Kiefer is, like, uh, I think Janelle's one boyfriend that she, like, really, truly loved. Which is kind of weird to say, I know, but I don't know, man. I just think Janelle and Kiefer really loved each other. Like, talk about the dope-sick love of it all, right? Like... They really loved each other. Um, they He still seems to come around whenever she has a breakup. I would be shocked if they ever, like, fully lost contact. Kiefer is... He maybe has a son. There have been some speculations that he has a son from, like, before Janelle's time. Uh, Janelle once... This is terrible, but, like... Well, I'm pretty sure she called him the N-word at least once. And I think... I don't think. I know she wants to... Was trying to insult him by calling him gay for being molested as a child. Because that's the type of person Janelle is. And especially the type of person that she used to be on Twitter. Um, Like when Nathan and Janelle first got together. And probably... Maybe it was even with Cortland. When she was first with Cortland. They used to fight on Twitter all the time. God, guys, I fucking miss Janelle fighting on Twitter. I miss it. You know, like, do I think Janelle's changed? Not really, but she isn't posting on Twitter anymore. I mean, she still is. <laughs> Last night she went on this, like, crazy rant. Apparently Janelle spent $400 a ticket to see Ariana Grande in Miami with David, his daughter Marissa, and Jace. And they bought floor seats, which, okay, first of all, if you spend $400 a ticket on Ariana Grande, like, you deserve anything you get. Because that's, like, disgusting. She's not worth more than $50. But I guess Janelle doesn't go to concerts often, so she thought floor seats just meant, like, the best seats in the house. And she didn't understand that, like, you sit in the floor, like, it wasn't general admission, it was actual, like, folding chair seats. But... I don't think she understood that, like, you sit in the floor for the atmosphere and, like, to dance and have fun, and that floor is, like, not great for kids because you can't see anything because it's not elevated, and she was so livid and complaining that her kids had a terrible time and it was all the stadium's fault and that people were standing on their chairs and they couldn't see anything, and it's like, yeah, dummy, like, when you take kids to a concert, which, like, is Ariana Grande age-appropriate, like, I don't fucking know. Do I care? No. If you want to take your kids there, fine. Um, You buy nosebleed seats, the cheapest ones, because you're going to leave when they get tired, which is going to be early. It was, I don't know if they went to Miami specifically for this concert, or they decided to, oh my god, I can't stop yawning. They decided to take a trip, and Ariana Grande was happened to be playing there at that time. But it was very weird. It was, like, hilarious. She was ranting and raving on Twitter. Um, and she's just a dum-dum. But 
that brings me back to my point that she no longer like really fights with people on Twitter and that I I miss it. I miss it. So let's go to the boyfriend that happened after Kiefer, which is Gary Head. Okay, so Gary Head was a Marine. I think he's in season three. Um, people really liked him at first. He seemed like normal and cool, right? He was a Marine. It was after Kiefer, or it was after, it was in between Kiefer, so it was before the heroin, but after their first, like, real major breakup. And everybody was like, Gary's the best, Gary's the best, Gary's great. Barbara loved him because he was, like, this nice white guy that not just had a job, but he was in the military. Great, 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 great. Is Barbara racist? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe. Where am I going with this? I'm going to get sued one day. Um, But Gary Head is fucking crazy. So he and Janelle smoked a lot of pot together, even though he was in the Marines. They would get into crazy fights, crazy fights. And, of course, they got engaged because, you know, it's Janelle and also it's somebody that's in the military. And they usually, it happens more often in the military that you get engaged quickly and married young so that you can move off base together. And all the benefits that come from getting married. And um, so they were engaged. She had a tiny little engagement ring. And her and Gary would get into these crazy fights. He would smash her cell phones. She would hit him. He would maybe hit her. Um, He fucked her friend Tori, who, don't worry, guys, I'll get to Tori. And just like an overall crazy time with Gary Head. Um, They finally broke up because they got into a blowout fight in which... She says that he strangled her with a bed sheet. He was arrested. They found pot in the apartment. It it resulted in Gary being kicked out of the Marines. Um, is that Janelle's fault? I don't think so. Because he was smoking pie. He was hanging around with people he shouldn't have been hanging around with. And I do believe that they were getting into physical fights. And he should not have been a Marine. You know, like, the idea of him being allowed to have a gun is scary to me. Uh, He pled guilty to, like, a misdemeanor domestic violence, which she says he did not do but pled guilty to, just to uh, end it quicker. I believe he was dishonorably discharged, and he's no longer in the military. He currently is a barber. Like, he cuts hair. Um, Obviously, I follow him on Snapchat. He is wildly racist. Wildly racist. Really, really, really racist. Um, He has, like, come in and out of Janelle's life. You know, through various breakups, she'll be there. After her and Cortland broke up, she ran to Gary Head's house, even though he had a girlfriend at the time. And he was there for the live tweeting of the miscarriage. Um, I've definitely talked about this, where Janelle had a miscarriage, maybe. She was at Gary Head's house with their other friend, Julia. Well, actually, it was their friend Julia's house. And, uh... She was, like, making Gary get on Twitter and agree that she was miscarrying. He has since said that she didn't really have a miscarriage. So, yeah, Gary had pops in and out. He's awful. He's racist. I think he's probably bipolar. He, I think that because he seems to have really high highs and really high lows, he's, like, constantly bouncing back and forth. Uh, If not bipolar, he has some untreated mental illness, maybe personality disorder, uh, he, he's a character, you know, he'll get these girlfriends, be deeply in love with them one day, the next day he's accusing them of faking pregnancies, 
Uh, he does this hilarious thing where he'll put all of his drama online and then two days later be like, why are you guys in my business? Which is like my favorite characteristic in a person. <laughs> I just love, I just love that. Um, so yeah, Gary Head is a fucking mess. He's a terrible person and he and Janelle were engaged for about three months. I think they dated for less than a year. So Gary Head fucked Tori. Tori Ryan, who has been Janelle's friend since they were kids. I think since they were in middle school. Tori was featured in Janelle 16 and Pregnant, and she always pops up. Tori's the friend that uh, Janelle is always around when she doesn't have a boyfriend. The minute her and a boyfriend break up, Tori will move in, and she'll be kicked out the minute she gets a new boyfriend. Uh, Tori goes through more boyfriends than Janelle. She is the queen, the queen, the queen, the queen of... Uh, being in love with a guy for three months and then breaking up with them and finding a new guy to be in love with. She recently was trying to do a YouTube channel with her boyfriend at the time, and it was fucking hilarious, and I advise you all to go find it. I can't... I, it's, like, called Kentucky Fried Chicken. Or I, I just totally made that up. It's, it has a really weird name, but they're hilarious videos. So, Tori. Where to start with Tori? Tori, like I said, has been around since the beginning. Her and Janelle are party friends. They've always been party friends. Um, she's Tori's sold Janelle out so many times to rate her online. She will sell text messages. She'll sell videos. Uh, Tori gives no fucks. Tori, in the last two years, has been arrested for heroin, although she claims it is not hers. Uh, do I think she's a heroin addict? Probably. I mean, Probably. Honestly, like, everybody's a heroin addict these days. I know everybody sitting at home is like, I'm not a heroin addict. Yeah, but everybody else is. Tori has the nickname of Hori Tori, thanks to Janelle from when she fucked Gary Head. She loves to sleep around, you know, God bless her. There are pictures online of Janelle and Tori uh, making out, I think, but, like, more of a making out. Like... Like, make, not just, like, haha, we're two girls kissing, but, like, dry humping, like, really fucking going at it uh, from years ago. Tori pops in, she pops out. She's another one that's wildly racist. You know, I was watching her YouTube videos just, like, waiting for her to drop an N-bomb because that's the type of person that she is. I will say one thing about Tori, though, is that Tori has never blocked me. Uh, she's one of the only people on this list that has not blocked me. She can, uh, take it, you know? She likes to, she likes to get roasted a little bit. She goes through dogs very quickly. And she's just constant in Janelle's life. Her and Janelle were just together recently, drunk as fuck on Janelle's boat. Um, Tori loves to smoke pot. She loves to drink. She loves to do heroin, probably. She does coke, she does molly, Tori likes to get fucked up, and that's why her and Janelle have always been friends. They've been getting fucked up since they were kids. Tori's never been a fan of Barbara. Um, after Nate and Janelle broke up for good, Tori moved in and was acting as Kaiser's nanny. <laughs> Which, like, LOL, it was the craziest thing I'd ever heard. Uh, Tori and Janelle got into a bar fight. There have always been rumors about them, like, doing meth together, which, like, look, I don't really believe. But, yeah, Tori is a constant. She is great. Uh, she has 
hilarious looks. I encourage you all to Google Tori. Tori's also the person that was involved in the drumstick fight, if you all remember from, I believe, season two, when Janelle, like, beats her up with a drumstick. (laughs) And then her boyfriend and Kiefer start fighting, and it's, like, an incredible, incredible moment that I encourage you all to go back and rewatch if you can, because it's just such classic 16 and pregnant, and it's the reason why Janelle's segments are always the best. Um, but yeah, they fight. They fucking fight, and they will go through hating each other, but they always come back to each other, you know? Which is, like, a nice thing. Like, they're genuine friends. They really do love each other. <laughs> By they're genuine friends, I mean they like to get fucked up together. But, you know, who doesn't? Who doesn't like to get fucked up? I love it. I mean, I don't anymore because, like, I don't want to die, but, like, I really like it. Okay, next I want to go to this guy who is named James Duffy. So, James Duffy was Janelle's boss slash manager slash I don't know what. For a couple months. He is an old man. Like he has to be pushing 60 at this point. Or his mid 50s. Uh, Janelle couldn't have been older than 20. When he was hanging around with her. Tori often came to the parties. And he was fucking Janelle. Uh, He released naked pictures of her. Where she's literally sitting in a park. uh, Like fingering herself. Like butt ass naked on a park bench. Um, Which is like sad and upsetting. That's where the the worst people online call her beef curtains, which is, like, disgusting. Don't shame women's vaginas. Every vagina is different. There's no such thing as an ugly vagina. Um, It's a stupid nickname, and if you call her that, you should just... You should re-examine your life, because you're a bad person, and that's not in good fun. You know, like, what I do on here, it's, like, in good fun, and that's not in good fun, shaming a woman's vagina. So, yeah, if you do that... Feel free to stop listening. (laughs) But James Duffy was a nightmare. He owed child support to various kids. I guess various women. He was, like I said, in his 50s, hanging out with like 18, 19, 20-year-old girls. He would have these parties for these underage girls. There are tons of pictures came out. That's where the pictures of Janelle and Tori came from. Uh, Pictures of Janelle doing lines of something came from maybe Coke. Maybe they were pills crushed up. Once Janelle accused him, Janelle and Tori accused him of trying to poison them by drugging their spaghetti dinner that he cooked for them, which was crazy. Um, It was really crazy. James Duffy's a really crazy character, and he he stayed around. Him and Gary Head were talking until, like, last year, I think, um... He'll pop up randomly on Twitter. He used to do these things where he would drop bombs, if I remember correctly, and he would, like, expose stuff about Janelle. He and Janelle obviously had a falling out. Oh, basically everybody that's on this list Janelle had a falling out with. Uh, I mean, that's just how it is, right? Like, Janelle doesn't keep people in her life for long, unfortunately. Uh, James Duffy is, like, disgusting, and I actually can't even believe I'm talking about him on this podcast But he is horrific and ugly and bald and fat and just a weird fucking guy. When Janelle was arrested, I think two years ago, he... (laughs) 
This is so crazy. He went to the courthouse and pretended and, like, posted on Twitter that he was bailing her out and, like, posted a picture of himself in front of the courthouse. And everyone's like, wow, Janelle and Duffy are in contact. Like, she called Duffy, that, which is, by the way, like, nobody calls him James. Everybody calls him Duffy. I was like, that's really weird. Like, why would Duffy be at the courthouse? But then Janelle got out and tweeted, like, I did not call him. He just showed up there. He's, like, a very, very weird guy. I'm not exactly sure what he's up to these days. Uh, I try my best not to keep tabs on him. But he's, like, this weird side character who actually, like, was pretty important in the Janelle uh, fandom world for a long time because he would hate on her. Um, He got her arrested, I believe, for cyber, cyber harassment. And he used to fight a lot with the next person I'm going to talk about, who is Leo Daniels. So when uh, when Janelle first started getting famous, she got a manager by the name of Leo Daniels. He was kind of a casting agent in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is, well, she's from Oak Island, which I guess is close to Wilmington. Remember, Wilmington, uh, a lot of filming is done there. Dawson's Creek was filmed there, One Tree Hill, a lot of the old WB shows. I think a lot of stuff is still filmed there. So he was, like, involved in the entertainment industry, but, like, I don't know. He was really into video games as a child and was, like, in some video game magazines. And he's a fucking lunatic. So he was managing Janelle. He did get her okay deals, according to him. But he and Janelle had a falling out. He was around when she first got into heroin. I think that's when they, like, finally had their falling out. And he used to constantly get into Twitter fights with the people that hated her. Leo Daniels and I used to fight constantly on Twitter. Um, (laughs) He is in his 50s. Uh, When he was in his 40s, he met this girl online. And as soon as she, she lived in Canada. And as soon as she turned 18, he like moved her down to North Carolina. And they got married. His child bride. I believe her name is Ashley Daniels now. Um, She looks very young. She always has. It's very weird and creepy. He is a very weird and creepy guy. He owns, like, gaming parlors, like, not quite casinos, you know, but, like, slot machine places. Uh, Some fun facts about Leo Daniels is that he is a Sandy Hook truther. You know, when I, like, was following him a couple years ago, he, like, was not so right-wing and crazy. And I even remember at one point that he... (laughs) He said that Obama was going to make him the video game czar and, like, was being completely serious. He used to lie about the craziest shit all the time. Then he'd be like, I'm joking, even though he clearly was not joking, a la Katie Maloney and her fucking weird Coachella Twitter rant this week, which she has dubbed satire. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should be on the Facebook page, guys. But, um... So, Leo Daniels and I used to get into it all the time. He had a ferret named Buddy that he killed by feeding it too much pizza. I swear to God. I swear to God. (laughs) He killed killed Buddy the ferret that way. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to hear the extended version, which is me going into Cortland, Cortland's ex, Taylor Lewis, and just... All the shenanigans of the rest of the side characters. Come on over to patreon.com slash ebpsychos. Love you all. Have a great week. Kisses. This has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psychos Patreon exclusive. Executive producers Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah 
DGiovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos. And come on over to our Facebook page for more discussion.